Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we're going to pick up in the New Testament for the first time. And of course, in picking up in the New Testament, we are going to begin in the Gospels. And as you know, there are four Gospels. But what I wanted to do was just take a look a little bit closer at the Gospels before we discuss any of them, just to give a little bit of background and historical information as to who these men were and what their purposes were. So we know that there's four of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but I wanted to look a little bit deeper at each one of them. Uh, The first three Gospels are actually pretty similar, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They have sort of the same language, the same material, even the same order of events. Even if those events are not necessarily in chronological order, they're still roughly in the same order and the same agreement. They're actually called the synoptic gospels because they see things the same way. That's Latin. So they they really are saying the same thing from three different perspectives and points of view. So I looked into the information in my Bible and it actually has it listed mathematically. And so what it says is if you do a mathematical comparison It shows that 91% of Mark's gospel is contained in the book of Matthew, and 53% of Mark's gospel is contained in Luke. So this obviously shows that they are in quite a lot of agreement as to what happened. Not that they had to include all the same things, because they are telling us different parts of the same story. So everyone pretty much understands that they had a use of oral tradition, They also think there could have been an earlier gospel that may have been written and possibly lost. Um, Also, they know that in Matthew's case, Matthew was there. He was an eyewitness to what was happening. So those are some of the things that show the agreement of those three books. Now, John is an entirely different perspective, and we know that John... um, gives us information that the other three don't. So I wanted to go through just a little bit of kind of each person and where they were coming from and what their perspective was about. Now, most people agree that Mark was actually written first. Um, There's actually no direct evidence of his authorship, but it's pretty much the unanimous testimony that it is in fact written by this man, named John Mark, and we call him Mark for the sake of the gospel, but his name was in fact John Mark. And he was actually someone who was a helper to Paul and Barnabas. He went on their first missionary journey with them, and then it's actually recorded that he deserted them at Perga to return to Jerusalem. That's recorded in Acts chapter 13. Uh, It says that Paul must have been disappointed with Mark's actions because when Barnabas proposed taking Mark on their second journey, Paul said no. But if you go on to read further in the story, you'll see that Paul and Mark come back together and ultimately Paul um, says that he wants Mark to be there. This is in 2 Timothy 4.11 that he wants him to be returned to him. So most people will agree that Mark was composed sometime in the 50s or 60s at the latest. But probably more important than that is Mark was closely associated with Peter. 
So his writings really can be portrayed as the experiences of the Apostle Peter and what Peter would have ministered to Mark. Mark would have taken all of that uh, information and experience that Peter had so closely with Jesus and sort of contained it and explained it in, in the way that it was given to him. So the impact that it had on his life and how Peter would have conveyed it to Mark. Now moving on to the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, we know that Matthew was one of the 12 apostles and that he was in fact the author of this gospel that gives us sort of the most information and and the understanding of exactly what happened from an eyewitness account. And so we know that it does go quite along with the book of Mark. And people have asked, like, why would Matthew depend on Mark if Mark was written first? And the understanding of that is that it's what happened. And so Matthew is reconfirming the truth of the facts of the events as they occurred. We know that Matthew was a tax collector. We know that Matthew left that profession to follow Jesus. His name means gift of the Lord. And we know that he was also called in the book of Mark and in the book of Luke, he was called Levi, which is his other name. So understanding that Mark was written first, if that's the case, uh, people put the book of Matthew being written sometime in the 60s or 70s. The book of Matthew was written in Greek but its audience was intended to be the Jewish people. And Matthew's main goal was to prove to the Jewish people, that his Jewish readers in this case, that, that Jesus is their Messiah, the one that he has um, experienced and the one that they have been waiting for. And he wants them to understand that Jesus's life and ministry was what was fulfilling the Old Testament scriptures. Now moving on to the Gospel of Luke. Uh, Luke, his name does not actually appear in the book of Luke. Uh, we know that these two books went together when Luke was given us sort of the biography, the great big story of everything that happened from uh, the Gospel and then on after Jesus overcame death and what the disciples did as they went out into the earth. And that is addressed in the book of Acts. So we know that Paul and Luke were dear friends. Paul calls Luke his dear friend, the doctor. Also, he calls him his fellow worker. So what we know about Luke is that he was probably a Gentile by birth and was would have been well-educated. Obviously, he's a physician by profession and that he did, in fact, accompany Paul on some of his missionary journeys. He also was with Paul at the end of his life. So we know that they were actually very good friends. And we know that Luke was writing to the Gentiles and, and he was teaching them the ways of Jesus and he wanted to, to spread the gospel to the whole earth. So Luke is really more written like a biography would be written because it's really telling us the story and unmistakable accuracy and completeness based on what he learned from Paul, what he what he gained the information from Paul, but also from Paul's testimony. And so Luke has this real in-depth and also personal understanding of of the life that Paul would have lived and 
and what that meant as he spread the gospel and the miracles that he experienced as he went on this journey with Paul. Bible scholars have put the writing of this book sometime probably between 59 and 63, but could have been as late as the 70s and 80s, and they think that he probably wrote this book in Rome. So his main purpose is understanding the way of salvation, and he, of course, like I said before, really relied on the testimony of eyewitnesses, and his his book really gives us a clear understanding of the life of Jesus and the experiences of the apostles and, and what they did and, and where they went. So then the fourth gospel was written by John. The author is the apostle John, and he is known as the disciple whom Jesus loved. So we know that he was very close with Jesus, and we know that John is written from that perspective where it really sets out to give us a deeper, more intimate understanding of Jesus and the experiences that John had being close to him. He he has written this according to his own word from chapter 20. It says, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So we know that that's John's main purpose, but also we know that this is the thing that changed John's life, and it's the intimate account of those things. One thing that's different about the book of John is we don't get like the early life, the early, um, the miraculousness of his birth. We don't get that story in the book of John. He starts out by telling us the truth of his actual origin in the earth, which says that in the beginning he was there. So we know that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John sort of give us the understanding of how he came to the earth, but John says that he's always been. So that's sort of the differences in the four Gospels and the perspectives that they're coming from, and I just wanted to have that as a foundation before we begin each individual Gospel. And we're going to treat each individual Gospel on its own so that we can study it independently. We will reference the other Gospels as we go through, and so some of it obviously is going to be repetitive because some of it does tell the same story, but they certainly stand on their own in a way that we need to uh, research them and study them individually. So we will look forward to that, and we will begin next week with the book of Matthew.